Hello, and welcome to Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I'm your husband and GM, Zach. And I'm your wife and player, Diana. And this is Series 1, Episode 53 of the Segaranza Campaign. How are you, my darling? I am wonderful. I had a very lazy Saturday where I didn't beat myself up about not being good at anything or doing anything good. And it was just wonderful. And then today, I just kind of continued that trend of not worrying about... Okay, shock and surprise to the whole wide world. I have anxiety, and I worry (laughs) that I'm not good at things. And on Saturday, I just didn't. I just didn't worry about it. And it was really nice. And I just watched a series of unfortunate events, series series three, just straight. I didn't take a single break. Those are each an hour-long episode. I spent the whole day watching a children's show, and it was great, and I loved it. Yeah, you are welcome to do that. I know, and And, I needed it. And then we watched the Ralph Bakshi Lord of the Rings. And that was such a bad (laughs) follow-up. That was such a bad follow-up. Listen, it's a product of its time. Right, and for its time, it's probably amazing, and I can't wait to terrorize our children with it, but that's exactly what we would be doing. (laughs) We would be terrorizing them, because they would go from, like, brave, the quality and, like, the princess and the frog because that was hand-drawn and animated to that monstrosity (laughs) and it would terrify them do you want to get started with the show no i want to keep talking about this lord of the rings movie that was just so bad no it wasn't bad it was good but yes we should move on to our our show it's been a week since i made my terrible mistake it wasn't a terrible mistake (laughs) i made the mistake and sound didn't realize what was going on but that it's, was a, at best, at the, at most generous, that was a joint issue. Let's be real. I, take, was, I take full responsibility no, for that. I you do. shouldn't. No, I, but I do. So, but anyway, it doesn't matter because Sal is in the clutches of death or she's near it. What will she do? Sal's in really bad shape. Uh, and so is Zofia. Mm-hmm. Y'all are... Are you even standing? Are you kneeling? I, I'm... I'm standing. I think I stood when I talked to the immolator. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I stood when I was talking to the immolator's like aura because I got the fire to go away and it made me promise that I was going to draw blood. That's not a problem. Gonna do that. The issue is that I am severely outnumbered. However, off camera, sound doesn't know this. People may be coming to my rescue, but sound doesn't know this. But I don't think it matters. I think sound's going berserk. Like, she gonna kill a bear. She gonna berserk Kill her. a bear. Oh, because the berserkers berserker. wore, like, bear furs? Yes. Okay, good good, uh, good reference. Thank you, Vikings. That's impressive. On the History Channel. Um, so, Sal and Zofia took a really big hit from an emulator uh, named Violetta. And... Fuck that lady. <laughs> and uh, she and her squad are surrounding you. Yes. I do not believe Violetta knows that her power is gone yet. I think that is correct. Oh, no, wait. Wasn't she yelling at me? What did you do? Yes, you're right. Yeah. No, she does now. But I have a crossbow and I have a sword man on me. Yes. Uh, And there were a few other soldiers coming up with Violetta. Right. So you are now thoroughly surrounded. You have a dwarf who is on the verge of death at your feet. Mm -hmm. And I believe she's unconscious. And dusk is quickly setting in. Mm -hmm. What do you do? I look at Violetta and I go, I always feel bad when I curse on the show, even though we said that it was okay. But I look at her and I go, you bitch, let's fight. (laughs) Um, I am on guarding her. 
I am challenging her to a duel. Oh, interesting. So she is for sure not going to take you up on that offer. But that means I get a plus one against her. Yes. Do you also get plus one against anyone else who breaks the duel or just if she breaks off the duel? When you single out a foe in combat, you engage them in one-on-one combat. You engage them in a one-on-one duel, whether they like it or not. After the duel begins, the following are true. If they break off the duel before either of you are defeated, take plus one forward against them. And if and they count as defeated if you encounter them again. That's the only Okay, one. so it's just against Violetta. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I think Violetta tries once more to uh, to ignite a flame beneath you. And she raises her gauntlet after you challenge her and nothing happens Mm -hmm. and she takes a few steps back with her armor clanging and i think this black smoke is now like filling like it's like billowing from behind you and 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 filling the air Mm -hmm. uh and you just hear her uh muffled tinny voice go what are you waiting for kill her and i think i shout are you too afraid oh violetta are you too scared to fight me she is not going to answer that. I'm sure she's not. One of the, the, I think the swordsman charges you. Wonderful, I fight him. I don't know if they're actually, I wonder if they will try to kill you. Let's find out. All right. This guy comes charging at you. What do you do? I'm hacking slashing back. I'm fighting him. Okay. I rolled a nine. Yeah, he's coming at you with his with his short sword up. Well, what exactly are you doing? You're hacking slashing. I am rapiering him. So I'm going for any exposed bits that I can find. I need to be efficient. In because there are so many of them, I need to be efficient. I don't necessarily need to murder them, but I need to kind of like get them out of the playing field. So I'm going for like the inside of his elbow, his wrist, his hand, like something to stop him from holding the sword. Um, if I can, I'm going for his side, his face, his neck, like literally. Well, you, well, you got a nine, so you can just say what you do. I know, but I don't know narratively what would be best. So I'm going for his wrist. Okay, cool. Slash his wrist. All right. Uh, yeah, deal your damage. I think as your as your blade cuts across uh, the back of his wrist as he's like holding his blade. I did not give myself a plus one against him. That's correct, right? Because correct. I yeah. wasn't on guarding him. Yeah, you only have plus one against Violetta. Two damage. Ooh. Not very good. No, not good. But we'll say since you were specifically like targeting his wrist, mm-hmm. um, I think that your blade like cuts open his glove. And his blade tumbles out of his hand. Okay. But the other, the crossbow guard is going to fire a bolt at you uh, for well, 1d6 damage. Okay. So here's a question I have. Mm-hmm. Is he firing? Is that the bad thing from my yes. first? So do I get to use my armor against this? Oh, uh, yes. Because, because you were in the process of hack and slashing. Right. Okay. Well, still not great. So I rolled a six for him to do damage mm. to me. Um, I get an additional plus two when I'm hack and slashing for defending, which is why I needed to know what it was. Mm-hmm. So I have three armor. I still take three. I don't have much health. Constance in a pretty rough place. Yeah. I think this crossbow bolt hits you in the shoulder, and I think it, it kind of buries itself there. Mm-hmm. And I think you hear Violetta say, um, I, I think as the, the swordsman backs off after you slash his wrist, you hear Violetta say, um, Last chance, Consasau. Give yourself up and I won't kill you. I'll take you to Messiah. I like hysterically laugh. I'm nuts at this point. Like sanity is gone. Um, I laugh and I go, what will you kill me with your flames? I took those. <laughs> My eyes are super wide. I look nuts. Okay. 
Uh, I think the guy with the crossbow is loading another bolt. I'm running at him. Um, all right. I think some other uh, guard are coming up the alleyway where Violetta came from, mm-hmm. uh, but they're not there yet. And this guy is loading a bolt. You're charging at him. Mm-hmm. All right. Want to roll a hack and slash? I got an eight. Uh, deal your damage. One. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm, I'm really, really well right now. I'm so so how did you whiff that so bad? I don't know, but can I use my luck? Uh, yes. You can use your luck for any roll, right? Yeah. I rolled a one again. I used my luck, and I still didn't do any damage. You might want to change your dice. Yeah. This isn't going so hot for me. So, describe how you completely missed this dude. I don't completely miss him. Actually, no. Mm -mm. Yeah. I had two, two ones. Yeah. Um... You come running up on him, and I think he's going to hit you with the crossbow. Uh, I think he hits you with the butt of the crossbow as you're running up on him. All right. Take 1d6. All right. How much health do you have? I have six. I started with 20. Uh, he gave me three, but I hack and slashed him first, so nothing happened. That's exactly how much armor I have. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think he uh, he just hits you in like the, like the leather like vest or chest plate, whatever mm-hmm. you have. Hits you uh, and, and sets you back. Um, what do you do? I go back at him. I'm hack and slashing again. Okay. I needed to, I need to disarm him. I at least need to get his crossbow away from him. Those other two swordsmen are coming up on you. This is better. I rolled a 10. He hit me. I'm enraged. I was enraged before, but mm-hmm. now it's like more. He was loading his crossbow and he yeah. hit me with it. Can I knock it out of his hands and break it or take it from him? No, because you did hack and slash. You okay. specifically said you wanted to attack him. Yeah. Um, okay. I think if you want to deal your damage and then try to get it from him, that sounds more like like you're defying danger. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I'm stabbing him in the armpit. In the armpit? Yeah. Okay. That will do it pretty well. Uh, why don't you uh, roll your damage? Six. These are better dice. <laughs> These are better dice. Yeah, you, you stab this guy in the armpit. And when your rapier pulls back, it is it pulls a ribbon of blood mm-hmm. from the wound, uh, and he shrieks with a Wilhelm scream, and uh, and and stumbles back. I still have a bolt in me, don't I? Yes. I never took it out. I do that cool thing where I like break it. It's still in me, but like it's not poking out as much now. Okay. Because it's better to leave it in there than to pull it out right now. Yeah. So I do that. I'm a badass. Uh, there are three soldiers. I think the the first one has is uh, managed to pick up his sword again from mm-hmm. when he dropped it when you got his wrist. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you do? I scream. Who is coming after me now? <laughs> As I literally scream into the microphone. Poor Zach. Poor Zach B. I think they. Yeah, I think they're scared. They they are not charging at you. Good. Can I ask why you don't use exterminatus? Because I forgot that I had it. Mm. It's very simple. I, I mean, I can do that now. I should have been doing it. Well, no, <laughs> you because, should do it always. Well, no, because there's a downside to it. What's the downside to exterminate? If I can't defeat them or if I have to run away, then I have a negative to my to all fights I have until I defeat that person. And there oh, okay. have been a couple times where I've had to run away from a fight. All right, yeah, yeah, that's fair. So, like, if I can run away from this fight with Zofia, I'm going to. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's useful. Like, when I'm against Messiah, I'm using it. I'm yeah. not running away from that fight. But if I can run away from this fight, I will. So these uh, these city guard members are uh, they're, they're a few steps back. Uh, they're giving you a wide berth. 
and I make my way back to Zofia if I'm not already there. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think you you went forward a few a few feet. Yeah. So I picture myself like blood is running down my shoulder. I, that ribbon of blood that happened before that splattered across my face. I've got crazy eyes. Mm-hmm. I'm screaming at them. I've got my rapier in my hand, and I look insane. Like I look berserker. That's what I'm going for. Yeah. I'm just like, who will come for me? <laughs> I think uh, I think as you're walking backwards towards uh, walking backwards towards Missy, yeah. I'm assuming okay. Zofia. Uh, I think w- I think one of them is going to take a pot shot at you. Not like super um, like aggressively, but they they are going to try and like take a few steps and get a swing in. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to defend myself, but I'd like to hack and slash them instead of defend myself. But I don't know if I can conceivably move while they're moving. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like they'd hit me, I'd have to defend, and then I'd hit them. Yeah, it can, It sounds like you're trying to, like, parry them. Yeah. Right? Um, um, so I'm just going to, they're going to hit me, and I'm going to defend them. And no, I, I actually think, I think hack and slash is fine with for this, because okay. uh, if you roll a 7 to 9, you're going to take damage, right? right? So it makes sense. Okay, so that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Ooh, that's another 10. Oh, shit. So, yeah, uh, do you want to describe parrying his sword away? So... He's like, he's taking a pot shot at me. He's trying to catch me by surprise, mm-hmm. but I'm too quick and I'm too crazy. My eyes are too wide. And so I, uh, I like stop him with my arm kind of instinctually. And then I slash him across the face. Okay. I was going to do an armpit again, but I think I'm going to slash him across the face this time right. because he dared to hit me. He dared to come after me. Roll your damage. That's a six. All right. I took off his nose. Uh, yeah, you got him good. Uh, right across the face and again this this ribbon of blood trails from behind the tip of your rapier and he starts stumbling back uh shouting clutching his face uh as as blood pours over his mouth and yeah he's he's taking a few steps back and now the guard are really scared of you mm-hmm. uh you've you've managed to like every time somebody comes at you you've messed them up they know how much trouble you've been causing everyone that you've killed a lot of people i haven't killed a lot of people i've killed a handful of people you've beaten a lot of people in duels i'll put we'll put that way that's accurate i think they're yeah i think they're they're kind of hesitant and violetta behind her full armor i think she like slaps one of them on the back to try to like push him towards you uh and they 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 don't move and why don't you roll to have omin and masia's squad do their thing you keep saying masia omin yes marshiri squad (laughs) <laughs> they don't do their thing i rolled snake eyes oh seriously yeah they don't do their thing you hear a loud commotion uh going on in the street behind you deal 1d6 damage to uh omen and marshiri's uh, team two okay not bad do the, does their team have any armor no okay uh, deal them their damage. You hear this this loud commotion, and you hear Omen Omen's voice mm-hmm. uh, shouting over over the clashing. What do you do? I think this clashing has also drawn the attention of the other guards. Yeah, the the th- two guards left surrounding you. Mm-hmm. I think there were four plus uh, Violetta. I think I look at Violetta because it's pretty clear that she's in charge, um, or she's trying to be. I look at her and I go, leave this place. Leave me and my friends and you might live. 
I think Violetta stands there uh, for a moment, and then she lets out like a curse, like under her helm, and draws a dagger and charges at you. I start laughing. <laughs> um, and she's got full armor on, so my rapier, I'm gonna have to like, I'm gonna have to get under her, get behind her, like I'm gonna have to be sneaky about it. So I kind of just want to punch her, but I'm not real strong. So. You're gonna punch someone in completely covered in plate armor? Uh, no, I've been. I'm thinking through my options out loud. Okay. I'm thinking through them. All right. So I'm just hack and slashing her. She's coming at me. I'm coming at her. Like okay. I'm just gonna hack and slash her. That's another ten. Okay. So I have no idea how I hit her because she's in full plate armor, but I hit her. Uh, roll your damage, and we'll see. I rolled a four. Okay. Yeah, so describe your blade clashing fruitlessly against armor. I think I am literally hacking and slashing at her. Like, quite literally. I think I'm wildly hacking and slashing at her. Mm. And I think you're beating her back, but mm. not able to to pierce that armor. Right. But you are keeping enough distance between her that she can't get at you with, with that dagger. Mm-hmm. She's got this big, flat blade, like, very wide, short dagger. And she, and she can't get at you. Uh, and every time your rapier clangs against her armor, she curses again. I think one of the other city guard get emboldened by her and are going to charge at you as well. Mm-hmm. Why do, uh, what do you want to do? How far away are they from me? Are they, like, immediately close to me? So let's say Violetta is engaged with you. Right. They are maybe five feet away from you or maybe they're, like, two feet outside of your rapier at like this exact second if i do it right i have a second to try to disarm her turn around and attack him yeah if, if you, i do it right yeah if i roll well enough that's what i'm gonna try to do okay i want to try to disarm her so like as i'm turning to go to him i want to try and hit her dagger arm i want to disarm her i'm not trying to like cut off her arm i just want to get her to not to drop the dagger uh why don't you defy danger with dexterity okay that's an eight Okay. I just want you to be really proud of me because you can't see my dice. My dice keep landing on an edge and I'm taking the number that they are like closest to where I could be taking a different number. Well, I am. I'm very proud of you. So with an eight, I think you are going to either be able to disarm Violetta mm-hmm. or you're going to be able to defend yourself against this guy. You are not going to be able to do both. I'm going to defend myself against the guy. Okay. He stands a bigger chance of hurting me. All right, yeah, why don't you get a full-on hack and slash against this dude? That's a 10. Oh, shit, okay. Uh, deal your damage. That's a 6. Okay. Uh, I picked well. Yeah. Wait, you're right. I can't see your dice. You've suddenly started rolling very well all and of a sudden. And my next couple rolls are going to be bad, and then the next <laughs> couple are going to be good. That's how statistics works. I don't understand math. Neither do I. I failed that class. Okay, yeah, describe essentially knocking this guy away. So I do that really cool, like, swish flick with your wrist and, like, make him lose grasp of his sword and it goes flying. Okay, yeah. Uh, and I think you probably take a couple fingers along mm-hmm. with it. Uh, and we get that good old Wilhelm scream again. And he he clutches his hand and, and takes a few steps back. But uh, Violetta manages to get her dagger in your side. Mm-hmm. Take, uh, she's quite weak she is not made for hand-to-hand fighting i'm trying to uh let's do 
the worst of 2d6. One. Okay. She deals one damage. She does no damage. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think she gets that sword in there and you, or that dagger. You just feel the dagger like pierce your leathers, mm-hmm. uh, but nothing else. What do you do? I turn around. I I turn around, grab the dagger at like same time. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to stab her in the neck with it. Oh, shit. I want to make it like one really fluid movement if I can. Yeah. Okay. Let's do hack. Would and... it be a neck? Would that be better? Or would the side of her, would her side be better? I think her side would be better. Okay. If I can. Yeah. Or under her team. Because there's like a space in between there. Yeah. If I can. So I'm wondering, this this one feels different than the other disarm and attack because she's, yeah, you know, let's hack and slash for a disarm and attack. Okay. It'll just be worse for you if you fail. I got an 11. Well, shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Deal your damage as you as you turn on Violetta with your dagger and... With her dagger. Yeah, with her, her dagger. With her own dagger. Mm-hmm. I only gave her two damage. You rolled two? I rolled... What, rather, yes. I rolled a two. Okay. Uh, yeah, again, it, it clangs against that armor, but mm-hmm. she is weaponless now that you right. have ripped the dagger from her hand and, and the, the dagger clangs against her armor. And uh, I think pushes her back a few steps, and she steps back. Why don't you roll again? Let's see how Omin and Marshiri are doing. All right. They're doing much better this time. Okay. What'd you get? I rolled a 10. I don't even know what I added to that, but it succeeds. Yeah. I think uh, up the alley come two gnolls from the Gilna tribe and, uh, like, a a human. Uh, And they're carrying, like, very rudimentary weapons. And they come up and they see this scene and they kind of skid to a stop. And it's just you passed out Sophia, these three uh, rep, uh, Corpse Town citizens, mm-hmm. and a, a bunch of messed up city guard, Violetta, and this one guard who's still standing. And I think Violetta takes a few steps back and she looks at you through the, uh, the slits of her helm and... I think in the distance, you hear explosions coming from the stairs of Corpstown. Okay. And she goes, um, Before the night is over, Concesau, Messia will have you. I don't give a fuck. Where are the other emulators? Oh, do you want to do your, uh, you want to do the Apocalypse World move we had you use on the other emulator? Yeah, the threatened move, yeah. So roll plus charisma. I rolled a seven. All right. I think they are going to try to turn tail and run. I think Violetta turns and starts like booking it down the street. Mm-hmm. And the one standing city guard follows. Uh, and she is, is she's running her mm-hmm. armor clanging. She's slow in all that plate. So you could probably catch her or you could let her go. I'm going to let her go. Okay. And I'm going to instruct the two gnolls and the one human to gather up the weapons from the fallen city guard because our team is going to need them. Okay. They do so. And actually what I'm going to do now is I'm going to roll on some tables to do some loot because you never, I I never never generate loot loot for you. Yeah. But I think if there's any chance at all they could have health potions on them. I would love that. That'd probably be pretty good. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm gonna roll for some loot really quick. All right. Okay. Roll three D6s and one D10. 
I rolled a four, a five, a six, and a six. I think that I can justify giving you a health potion with that. I think on one of the bodies, they they find a a health potion, um, and they they pull it from their uh, from the soldier's waistband. Do you use it for yourself, or do you use it to stabilize Zofia? Because she's in real bad shape. She is, but I use it on myself because I'm going to make Zofia go with Omen and Marshiri, and I'm going to make I'm, well, I'm, rather, I'm going to make one of the gnolls take her back to camp. Okay, uh, so heal ten damage. Awesome, and I'm going to use a bandage to I'm going to pull the the bolt out, mm-hmm. and I'm going to bandage it. So I'm going to use one of my bandages, so that heals me four. Yep. I am back to max health. No, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's what I did. You needed. went from real bad shape to real good shape. Yes, I did. Okay. One of them also uh, pull a pendant from one of their uh, necks. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you give me two D10? Seven and ten. So he find, he gets this pendant, uh, and you, as someone who is... That's interesting. Why would he have this? Okay, this is going to be very interesting now, because uh, this is probably going to be real bad for you. Oh, good. But also real good for you. Okay. He has this gold pendant with a, I think a cameo carved out of a precious jewel. And you see this um, and realize that this is worth an obscene amount of money. We'll put it that way. Okay. Am I looting it from one of the None one of them of, were killed. They're all alive. Yes. So the one whose face got slashed really badly mm-hmm. is is kind of lying there um, moaning uh, when this knoll walks over uh, and puts his foot on this guy's chest and, and pulls off this, this pendant. Mm-hmm. And I think the human is going over to this guy to uh, basically... I think he's gonna. I think he's got like a shovel, and he's gonna bash this dude's face in. Yeah. And you see the the null holding this pendant, like looking at it curiously as he like walks away, or actually walks up to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the first null like gave you that health potion, and this mm-hmm. other null's walking over to you to like check up on you, and he's carrying this pendant, uh, and you can hear more footsteps coming up, and he's got this pendant that is that is you can tell is obscenely valuable. Right. Are you gonna do anything about the human who's about to bash in the dude's face? Only if I recognize the pendant. Uh, you could do a spout lore check. Sure. I spouted that lore. I got a 10. All right. Some, oh, so interesting and useful. Mm-hmm. You recognize that this is a family. Uh, it's it, The cameo is part of the, I guess, fam, we'll say family crest of the... You want to give me a, a common Portuguese surname? Silva. Okay, you recognize you you recognize this as uh, a crest of the Silva family, who are the. Give me a guild in Forza. My father is the is the head of the Sephira guild, mm-hmm. so I would say there's probably a lot of mining in Forza, maybe different kinds of mining. Yeah, is the Silva family in charge of the silver mining? Ooh, let's sure. Let's yeah. Let's do that. Um, that's where they got their name from. Yeah, the Silva family runs. There, it's not a connection there, is it? No, that's not the name for. Okay. that's not the name for Silva. Silver, okay. but that could be like where silver got its name was because of the I don't Silva think, family. No, in this. Oh, in, real in, world, in our fantasy world. In our fantasy world. Okay. Uh, yeah, they are white metal miners that work very closely with your father. Mm-hmm. 
So I see the human coming up. I recognize that like brief kind of glimpse. And I go, wait, 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 stop, stop. And I go up to the human and I crouch real low. Not to the human, to the soldier. Yeah. And I crouch real low and I go, who are you? I think he's still clutching his face and moaning. Um, And he says, uh, (laughs) oh man, do I want to ruin something else I was going to do for something very good right now? Is he my betrothed that I ran away from? Or um, for the family of the betrothed that I went away from? He is, uh, he goes, uh, I'm Bernardo Silva, you bitch, and you just cut my face open. Okay. You don't, you don't recognize Bernardo. Right. You recognize that he is a member of the Silva family, which right. is very powerful in Forza. Right. Maybe not quite as powerful as your family, but definitely up there. De- not somebody I would want to mess with. So I think I go, <sighs> she's still crazy. So I think she, I think she goes... I can do so much more than cut your face. <laughs> I can do so much more than cut your face. Why are you here? I make sure that the human with a shovel is still very close by. He uh, he opens his eyes um, and, and they're like bloodshot and, and full of tears. Uh, and he goes, um, when you say, why are you here? Like, why are you here in the city? Yeah. I think he says, I, I live here. I've been a city guard member my whole, or, I've been in the city guard for decades. I was just following orders, and you cut my face open. He's a bitch. I hate him. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't like this guy. I don't like this guy. And I go, I think I ask, have any of your cousins come to visit? Uh, he looks at you. He does not answer you, but he looks at you, and his eyes narrow. Because I don't think he knows. He does not know who you are. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you know that he's from a prominent family, he's, like, trying to pick. He's trying to, like, figure me out. Figure you out. Yeah. So he, his eyes narrow, mm-hmm. and I go, that's enough answer. I look at the human, and I just nod my head. Oh, shit. They can do whatever they want. He, they could just knock him out. They don't have to murder him. They don't have to decapitate him. Uh, Well, he uh, let's say he drops the flat of the shovel on this dude's face, and uh, there's a pretty significant crunch. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it kills him, but it's not... He's out of the picture. His face is bad. I think that's when... Omin, Marshiri, and the rest of their squad mm-hmm. run up the alleyway, and I think Marshiri immediately runs to Zofia, uh, and I think one of the gnolls have, like, propped up Zofia and are, like, trying to help her out. Marshiri runs to her, Omin runs up to you, uh, and I think he's like, what happened here? I figured out how to take the immolator's power from them. <laughs> he looks at the burning wreckage of the building, and he goes, did you figure it out a minute too late? Yes. Oh. But I figured it out, and so that's all we need to know. There's one more within the city, and then there are a bunch back at their camp. So, Zofia's out. I need her back at camp. She needs to heal. I'm not putting her in any more danger. But I can't do this by myself. I need someone to come with me. Is there anyone in your group that could come with me? I would like to take Omen, but I think he needs to be in charge of his group. And I don't feel like Marshiri is a leader, like a fighter leader. I think she's a leader and keep everyone safe leader. And uh, a fierce leader. Like, they're both fierce. I just think they're fierce in different ways. Yeah. I think Omen immediately is like, I'll come with you. What about your group? Marshiri uh, goes, I'll take over. We'll be fine. Okay. And I don't really, like, take time to think about it, and I just go. Uh, um, okay. Omen, like, looks to Marshiri and the rest of the squad, and then to you, uh, and starts, like, running to catch up to you. Mm-hmm. That the noise from the stairs is only getting uh, louder and more chaotic as the sky is 
starting to finally get dark. It has mm-hmm. gone from like dark deep reds to dark blue and night, mm-hmm. which means that the streets are getting a lot darker. Right. Which is a good thing I have Omen with me. He knows the city pretty well. Yeah. Where are you going? We're going to try to find the other emulator that's in the city. So we had gone north and encountered this one. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go west, which I think is where the other one was. All right. The last time we had been given information. So the stairs run diagonally from like north to west, like mm-hmm. like north to southwest, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you are currently in like the northern part. You're actually a lot closer to the stairs than to like the far western part. So you could run like parallel to the stairs and just go west. Or if you're trying to... It wouldn't make more sense to go to the steps first, I th- then go continue on. Yeah, because your plan was to have uh, Diego, Duarte, and Omin do like a pincer movement mm-hmm. against the stairs when right so mm-hmm. diego's probably at the stairs they're probably That's just true. on the other end of the stairs yeah. right you're at one you're very close to one end of the stairs and they're all the way down at the other end mm-hmm. so you could try to like go around and meet up with them there or you could try to get to the stairs and like start moving down yeah no i think that's what i'm going to do that makes more sense i also think probably like Duarte's squad is going to be there, and Pat's squad should be moving up as well. Right. Plus... I just, I just wanted to try and get that other one. But if I'm closer to the stairs, it makes more sense to go there. Yeah. I also forgot that Root had her own team mm-hmm. that was also moving in. Yeah. Uh, so I think you're actually seeing also some of them coming up behind you. Wait, where did... How did Root have her own team? She didn't have a team. Root had the, uh, she had all those refugees and uh, a lot of the security forces. I thought her team, yeah, the security forces joined the other teams. Not not all of them joined you. Some stayed with Root. I thought she was doing a health camp, like a base camp. I don't remember. She's that. doing both. Okay. She had she had like a lot of uh, amenities in okay. the in the cemetery. So I think there's some other security forces like you're seeing now in the city moving mm-hmm. out towards this the stairs. Okay. As you make your own way there. Yeah. Heading towards the fray. Gonna take out these goddamn fire starters and then murder Messia. Uh, uh, uh. I'm berserker now. I'm gonna wear a bear. <laughs> you're, you're into that bear wearing. Sounds really freaky. Is the na- <laughs> She's into some stuff. Don't is, judge. Is the name of this episode Bear Skins and Wilhelm Screams? Because that's what we're apparently into this week. That's absolutely the name <laughs> of this episode. Thank you for coining it. Silent, you are you're running through the city streets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Omin is uh, runs up to catch up to you, uh, and I think like you're running through the streets. He like grabs your hand at one point and pulls you down an alley to take you like he knows a faster way. And you guys are running for the stairs yeah. at this point. Is there anything that you want to do or say or plan before you get to the stairs? I think I'm just telling Omin like. My goal is to get to the emulators, so I need to go where the fire is. I need to be there because I need to stop them from making more fire. Yeah. He smiles that big canine smile, and he's like, all right, we'll find them. And you guys break out uh, from an alleyway into the huge entryway into Corpstown that sits at the bottom of the stairs. Mm-hmm. And it is a full-blown battle scene at this point. Mm-hmm. There are security, guild security forces, uh, like, trapped on the stairs as city guard try to fight them back and are doing a pretty good job. 
doing a very good job, actually. The the city forces haven't been able to make it very far down the stairs at all. Mm-hmm. There are a couple odd security forces at the bottom of the stairs who are like trying to clash, mm-hmm. but for the most part, uh, they're just gnats against this this mass of city, city guard. guard. And there's this huge, huge clash of sword and steel. But in between all of this, you can see four auras standing out. As they as these emulators make their way through the battlefields, mm-hmm. um, and you see pillars of fire burst from the ground as uh, the tiles of the stairs go flying, you see uh, like dragon's breath fire mm-hmm. bursting from hands uh, and moving up the staircase. You see, uh, I think what did I say three, four, four. So there's there's four of these emulator uh, auras, these these fire starters, and I can see them, and you can see them. Can I try to talk to them? Yes. Because I can see them now? Yes, you can see them so they can hear you. Yeah. Like, you can have a conversation with them, mm-hmm. right? Because that's what this magic is based around. This magic is based around you talking to the the force, so mm-hmm. you have to be able to, like, make a connection with right. it. Right, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So I hold on to the necklace, because I learned my lesson from last time. I have to have eye contact. Like, I have to be able to see them. So I hold on to my necklace, and I, like, shout at the auras. Um, Stop. Averia sent me. I'm going to continue to try that because it's worked for the last two. Okay. Um, stop. Aviri sent me. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right. Uh, why don't you roll to uh, use Obersight? Okie dokie. Oh, I rolled a seven. Okay. I really, I kind of want to give it to you, but I'm really worried that you're only going to make it temporary and it needs to not be temporary. <laughs> so... Um, the force will disperse, but it wants something in return. And I draw the attention of some immediate danger or malevo- malevo- malevolent force. Ooh, there's a lot for me to work with there. Yeah, because I still need my charisma. If I get rid of my charisma, like I mm-hmm. rolled a six. I needed that charisma to make it pass. In unison, all of these forces, these these flaming, flickering auras take notice of you. And in a flash they are not with their owners anymore. They are surrounding you. And they are just these these orbs of red and yellow and orange fire. And they are surrounding you. Mm-hmm. And Omen doesn't see this. He is, he is just looking at you standing there, mm-hmm. basically, mm-hmm. as the people fighting don't even pay any attention to you. They, they didn't even hear you. And these auras get really close to you mm-hmm. and one says who who sent you who do you whose name do you speak i'm starting to get a little like shaken i'm starting to not have quite as much confidence in my shouting Averius sent me but i go Averius. she says Averius sent her you say Averius sent you Averius sent you uh as they echo the name and i think they are are, are kind of circling around you now mm-hmm. And they go, very well, very well, very well. We will leave. We will leave our masters. We will leave. We will leave. I think one of them says, uh, you still have not made good on your last promise. I plan on rectifying that situation. They laugh in many uh, strange, chittering voices. And one says, "Um, very well, very well, very well. We will leave. But we are hungry, and we expect to be fed before day breaks again. 
What do you eat? Anything that burns. And then I think they flicker out. Okay. And the fires have stopped erupting on the stairs. Uh, and you can tell that there's this moment of panic. And the other thing is that you, some malevolent force takes note of you. Or immediate danger. Or immediate danger. You hear a howling as if of wind. And when you look to the source, there is a massive two-meter-tall devil making its way towards the battle. I try the same thing. I think we're going to end there. No! Ah! Okay. So, uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think that went pretty well. I agree. Very action-packed. I am very happy that I didn't kill you or Zofia with my call last week. I'm glad that you guys ended up okay. I'm especially glad that I was able to do it within the rules. Yeah. I didn't feel like I cheated at all or like gave you an out. I still think that you weren't wrong. I I, I do. I don't. So thank you very much for joining us this week. We appreciate you coming back and joining us for this story. We're having a lot of fun with this uh, very slow approach to the end of the first arc. I'm very excited for you all to see just how truly insane Constantin is. I mean, you've seen it. You've been seeing it, Mm -hmm. but I'm excited for you to continue to see her insanity. We want to give a special thanks to Zach B., without whom this would not get made. We also want to give a special thanks to In Love with a Ghost for um, letting us use their song, Chilling at Nemo's Place. Uh, You can find them on Bandcamp. They are amazing. Please, please, please listen to their stuff. If you like us, please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It means a lot to us. It's one of the best things you can do for us if you could... If you haven't yet, please just take a second, hop on iTunes, uh, and leave us a review. It means the world and helps people to find us. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at HardPointsPod. Facebook has a lot of memes, and (laughs) Twitter has a lot of conversation. Uh, You can always, always hit us up on either of those things. We're much more active on Twitter than on Facebook, unfortunately. Well, yes, we we are going to try to up our game on both, but uh, pretty active on Twitter. I am on there pretty much constantly, and I would love to hear from you and talk to you. And if you retweet us or share us and sing our praises into the Twitter void, we might mention you on the show, like Devin Preston at Dev Presto, Carl at Swanspawn, Super Big Robot at Super Big Robot, Blink at Blink CA, Sam at Goram Wolf, and Garrett Reininghouse at G Reininghouse. Thank you guys for talking about us, for sharing us, and for uh, retweeting us. We appreciate it a lot. And I think that's it. Did we miss anything? Nope. All right. Thank you all so much for joining us this week. We uh, really appreciate it. And we hope to see you again next week. In the meantime, have a very nice day. But like a very, very nice one. And a little ASMR on that one. I was trying for it. Okay. Yeah.